podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello and welcome to Footballistically Arsenal. I am Boyd Hilton. Across the table is Josh Landy, the one, the only. And we're we're joined by two iconic Arsenal fans, I think it's fair to say. The Unai Emery and Meza Ozil of Arsenal fandom and this very podcast. Jeff Arsenal, back (laughs) after a long break. And Alan Alga. He must be the Ozil because he hasn't been seen much. This yeah, right. Season. Yeah, yeah. Jeff always has a as a mysterious reason. Yeah, mysterious reason for not attending. It was very cold getting here. I have got to be honest. Yeah, with you. yeah, yeah. Bad back, back spasms. <laughs> there won't be too much physicality in this podcast, so no. it should be all right. No. no. Um, well, we're fresh off. You know, the roller coaster. I think it's fair to say, both emotional and I don't know, footballistic uh, of the United reign continues after last week's triumph against Chelsea. In which I lauded it over Josh. For, for yeah, but I don't want this podcast come like a boo hurrah. Like you're right one week where we oh. won, and I'm right one week. Yeah, where I'm we lost. Kind of, I'm, just we're somewhere all somewhere is, in the middle. I, I'm I'm about to, to say be that, honest. I'm, I'm saying that very thing right now, Josh. I'm gosh. Why are you should, holding up well, your tea? I should. Coffee. Well, it's a soy latte. Uh, of course. I should be gutted about the whole defeat. But quite frankly, I just went to Pret and they gave me a free Pret, and I think that is the first no. time I've ever hold been on. given. A free coffee. Well, they're pre- only given to the homeless. Just then. out in King's Cross. <laughs> no, just, just as we they also give here. them out if the, if the person you know the barista or whatever fancies the customer. Right. So well, he was a lovely looking guy. Well, there you go. A big fan of so his So are work. you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so that's clearly, quite, I'm just, so I'm basically elated. I've almost <laughs> forgotten that Jesse Lingo was dancing, taking the piss out of us three days ago. Yeah. Right. And we're recording very early for you today. Where are you off to next? Uh, I'm off to a special screening of a film this evening, The Kid Who Would Be King. Have you heard about that? It's a um, it's the new one by um, Joe Cornish of Adam and Joe fame, who did Attack the Block and others. Alan, as your experience as a film star, yes. um, I'm sure you should, you should have your finger on the button of all these things. Alan is, of course, at starred in, Camry out in Bromley Boys, the yeah. um, Alan Davis uh, comedy. About Indeed. a uh, yeah. about football team, which, which was good seen. fun. Which is good fun. You've got yeah. to see it. Boy. I'll Come see on. it, and I'll be very nice about it. Unlike you, by the way, slagging off our John Burko, our highly acclaimed John Burko episode of recent times. You can let me just say you can you can address this point in a minute, Alan. Unbelievable. Do you see Jeff? Everyone loved it. Got acclaimed fully from all of our listeners, apart from Alan, who slagged it off on Twitter. I don't think he was the only one. A few people are a bit critical. I like. I didn't to be see honest, I was else. a bit disappointed. Listen, oh right, okay. God. Well, there you go. Quite because, right. Let them uh, have it. Listen, I like to be the honest voice of things and, and I'll give my opinion whether right or wrong. I'll be polite to people and yeah. I think I was very polite in my feedback. But Akil Vyas, who's, you know, very popular on Twitter and, he, you know, he's a good guy, he suddenly chose that one podcast to praise how good this podcast I'll is. I'll take any praise. When on. I would say that that was one of the weaker episodes because I think it was all PR and political, should I say, bullshit throughout Whoa. from John Burko, who is well known for that. And and I was prepared to give him a pass right up till you asked He's him never come which back one again, Ars- never, which one Arsenal match would you replay? And he couldn't even think of one because he's a recent fan and he was on there for PR. Oh, and it was I, I thought it was an absolute disgrace. Oh my god! Out of the many many podcasts that have been produced in here with true Arsenal fans giving their opinion, whether I disagree with it or agree with it, that's the one that got praise. And I thought he needed calling out for it. So it was more a calling out of Akil for coming on and oh, saying, okay. oh, wasn't John Burko wonderful, when he quite clearly wasn't. We will come back to John Burko, yeah. but Akil actually messaged me to say he saw you arrive five minutes late on Friday night into the Manchester United game and he was Which sitting near you at club level inexcusable saying, point. you are the problem with club level and why it was oh empty at the God. start because you were probably on Islington Green having lobster or something I, first of all I, w- I was 30 seconds late if wow. that Dermot did was, you see kick off by the way we all had dinner in the same place for some reason Dermot was like five minutes behind me I don't know what happened to- selfies. he gets stopped selfies, selfies. <laughs> yeah he gets stopped yeah. um, but I don't think I was five, five minutes late at all well. and anyway if I was he was well, no, that doesn't, no, no, that doesn't, that doesn't work. He could have been no, in his true. seat and All right. seen you. Okay. Anyway, back to John Burker. Okay. I felt, well, he didn't need to do the podcast. No. And especially at this time. And actually, yes, he had like an assistant sitting there, but he wasn't no, really paying attention. Exactly, yeah. He and he didn't, he didn't feedback to do any of our questions. No. He, and he no. didn't. He, have you got, yeah. Alan, be no, honest, be was, honest. He, are I you, think he was just he's jealous. He made he him look just, a good bloke. If that's a PR, then I agree with you. Yeah, but he was just He was just prepared to give, you know, fluffy answers. And when he was pressed on stuff, he got a lot of factual, there were a lot of factual errors. 
um, a lot of historical, a lot of historical Arsenal errors, and I just thought that I thought he thought wasn't we have... particularly a big, big fan that he was being made out to be. He came across well, but that's his job to come across well, and I mean he's he's well trained in doing that. Yeah. To and... defend him though a bit, it, first, first of all, I think we should have. We, I've always said we should have Alan on as fact checker just throughout each podcast, and then every time yeah. we make a mistake, Alan, Alan can. Stat knowledge but um, is good. I don't mind if you know. I don't have this whole thing about you know um, new fans. Old fans. It's a fan of Arsenal. He goes. He's got a season ticket. He takes his son. He, he enjoys. He sincerely enjoys that experience. That is his he, off air. He told us that's literally his only respite from his. I think. Let me, here's my yeah. suspicion, Alan. I Go think on. you're a proud Tory, and I don't think you're against him for his kind of political. No, no. I okay. I have only ever voted Labour in my life, oh, but. Okay. The last two elections, I didn't vote at all. So um, I don't, I don't oh, okay. lean to the oh, right at oh, all. No, my theory is to be disproven. Um, okay. I think my, my issue with it is that Akil chose that one to praise. It's when all about Akil. The Charlie, the Charlie Eccleshare one the week after was one of the best ones I've heard in a very, very oh, long okay. time. And it doesn't get that okay. level of praise because yeah. the, the guest is somehow fated to, okay. to be in, um, you know, a okay. top guest. That, that, that's Fair what enough. I thought. That's well, what en- I thought. enough of this self-analysis. It's getting like, it's like uh, <laughs> this, is, this is masturbatory. Um, at, at, you know, frankly, um, well, I'm nothing against that in principle. We've but got the title of the podcast. <laughs> this is I want to hear about what Jeff made of the new regime. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's the big thing, isn't it? So, yeah. I mean, without wanting to be repetitive, but this podcast has a proud history of being saying the same thing yeah. week in, week yeah. out. So why not carry on as we always have? Just but, with factual inaccuracies. With factual inaccuracies yeah. thrown in. But I, we have been talking in recent weeks um, relentlessly about yeah. how well Unai Emery's doing. And still, after every game, you know, the bloggers write blogs... Who the ones the the Wengerites write blogs slagging him off yeah, saying yeah. you should go now. I, mean, I, I saw another one this weekend saying you know I mean he'll be out soon. Um, like the Grove, I saw the Grove with a scathing attack on him. I know, and I have to say I'm not. I'm not pathetic. Right, okay, fine. But what I'm saying is everyone after every game, aren't they? Are immediately judging everything as a huge, big analysis of how good or bad Unai Emery is. What's your feeling? Yeah, normally, so it's the same people that want right. Wenger out last exactly. year and exactly. everything else. So are you, but, the, are you the exception? Are you, are you, no, uh, I'm, I'm, no, not, not I'm the exception. No, there's loads of people that are, I think are in the same kind of stance as me. I think he's, he's, he's going to need time. It's as simple as that. He's going to need at least three transfer windows. He's got, I think he's got a great pedigree. He's done well at Valencia. I followed Spanish football at the time. I liked the way he played. You know, he went to Seville afterwards, done marvellous as a, a, a European winner, mm. which we haven't had, have we, for a while, you know? And, and I think we've got to give him time. And, and, but unfortunately, I do not see any difference, really, in uh, the Wenger teams than I do now. Which is, a, which is a great shame because I thought he was going to come specifically and sort our defence out, which he hasn't done. Uh, offensively, I think we'll always mm. score goals, right? We've always got top, top players that will score goals. We've got to sort the defence out. And it happened again, Man United, last, mm. last Friday night. Jeff, do you think he's getting the best out of what he's got? Because I agree with you, he's got to have transfer windows to make it his own squad. But I'm not sure he's getting the best out of what he's got at the moment anyway. Oh, it's the same was when Wenger was in charge. These players have got to take responsibility. He can't hold hands. These guys are getting big, big money, right? And they're, 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 If they play in an Arsenal football club, they've got some kind of talent. There's no doubt about it. They've got to go out there and produce it every single week and collectively... They've got, a, you know, you, you, all your fullbacks are overlapping. You're leaving two players. It was three against two, like two or three occasions against Man United. The game was unbelievable. I, I was really disappointed because I think I think we controlled most of the game, mm. right? But again, we got two or three. I don't know what their I stats had, are. I think we had like sixty-five percent. Yeah, the yeah ball, and we yeah. did. We, we more or less controlled the game. But I don't yeah. know what the stats are. Were Man United shots on goal and stuff like that? Right, Mike, from memory, right. I, I, I meant to write this down left on my notes uh, in the office, but I think we had five, I think we had like eight or nine or ten, eight to ten shots yeah. at goal and five yeah. on target. They had yeah. about five or six and scored three, three or four goals. on target and scored yeah. two of them. That, yeah. was, that was the difference. It's fine margins, isn't it? I think people get, get carried away for me on both sides. I mean, I probably, I admit I've got carried away after the Chelsea game because I thought that was one of our best performances of the season. Yeah. But this didn't feel like a terrible performance at all. This felt like a perfectly good performance with, as you say, defense, disastrous defensive moments. Yeah. But we had a lot of the ball and people were like, again, some of the bloggers were saying his tactics were disastrous, but we could have easily won that game. Yeah. If, our, if we'd scored <laughs> from yeah. our shots on target, then we would have won the game. If we'd have equal, if we had that chance early in the second half, didn't we? brilliant save from the keeper, um, would have been two all. Who knows yeah. what would have happened? Alan. 
Well, the expected goals for the game just slightly favoured Man U. Even though they had fewer shots on goal, they had better quality shots on goal Mm. Mm. from better positions. So it ever so slightly favoured them. But not to the extent where, as you say, um, it was clear-cut that they should have definitely beaten us on the night. But I, I don't think I'm seeing much different at the moment, and I thought I would be. Even if it was something to say, well, that's different, but it's still not working. But... And as, if Josh puts the same question you know, to me, even, is he know, getting the best from them? I when don't when think we went two-one, right? Yeah. I just knew what was going to happen. I yeah. knew we was going to go full blast again and yeah. get caught. I had it a heavy, just... heavy bet at two-one yeah. from the ground. Luckily, my connection went through that Manchester United would score the fourth goal of the game. Yeah, fine. Um, just from what I could see on the pitch. Obviously, I didn't want it to happen, but heart, you know, uh, oh, you, head you ruling. Heart. We've seen it so many times, yeah. haven't we? Mm. You know, and it's. Yep. But that's what I'm saying about responsibility of players on the pitch. You've got experienced players on the pitch. All right, you know, you, you're 2-1. You know, it's okay to go gung-ho, let's have a go at it. But you've got to, be, you've got to respect the opposition and the quality players that they did have, mm. what you alluded to, Alan. It, you know, you've got people like Marshall coming on. From, you know, They're top, top players and they've got so much pace. And that's why they're playing for Man United because they can... We make a little mistake. You've got Pogba running through the... I mean, you know, what a player to have run right mm. through the middle of... The, the thing is, at the time we were playing them with confidence. Yeah. They're all confidence players. And because they like to try tricks and things like that, it's more often than not they're going to come off off the back of a, you know, a seven-game yeah. winning streak because in their heads they are, they are sort of relying on that confidence. So. But having said that, I mean, these injuries that we're having, yeah. I mean, that was a yeah, bit, I think, it was, it was pivotal to in the match. Absolutely. Once Socrates, for me, once Socrates, Socrates, how do you pronounce it, went off. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? Socrates? Socrates, isn't it? Socrates. Anyway, once he went off. Papa, isn't it Papa? I mean, the full <laughs> is his surname, isn't it? Socrates, Papa. Oh, Papa yeah, Dopolis. Yeah, once he went off. And we know who you meant. Bloody Mustafi came on, and I, I'm. I just That's don't. That's not why think, we lost. What? It's not why we lost. Oh, I think, I think. I think. It I think. It, it's a massive it's a influencing factor. Socrates organises the back. Yeah. yeah, we had an no, eight, listen, more so than Koscielny. The Socrates Koscielny well. in the first half, we were incredibly naive and like you know two two goals that you know probably avoidable you know got scored. Yeah, terrible goalkeeping for the but dodgy goalkeeping. Absolutely. From, for the which one? The third yeah, I appreciate goal. it from Czech, but what for the third goal? You saw yeah. It? Oh, yeah, terrible, yeah, yeah, could have done better. But I, I mean, you know, the game, any team that is 2 0 down at half time to Man United is going to bloody well to come back and, and get anything from but the Socrates game. But Socrates went off early, early, early didn't he? Well, he it was he, over at half time. He was, he was injured early on. What one minute was, I mean, you know, it, and it did have a huge, it does have a huge For me, our only reliable with, with Holding, who did start the season really well, with him injured, our only vaguely reliable central defenders were those two. Well, and Socrates. Yeah, you could argue your best three centres. Only one. No, no, no. Then, um, what I'm saying is, I, it's all about personnel for me. I just don't think any of the others are capable of being reliable. I've got more problems. I include, I include the full-backs in that. I'm, I totally include... I mean, yeah, but that's, the, that's a problem, more problematic area. The fact that Kolasinac is... I, we spoke about, I think, after the game at Old Trafford, where he had one of his best games. Fine. As a wing-back, great. As a left-back, why are we continuing to go, to go down this hole? We don't, maybe that was so much choice. And, I don't think And Maitland-Niles yeah. is not... No, that doesn't want to be a right no. back. At anything, maybe a no. right wing back, and suddenly we've got you know two fullbacks who don't feel probably at their you know optimum position, and we're down to our you know fourth, fifth, and sixth right. choice so centre back. Saying, my point is, I don't think you're, you both, and I agree with you. You're saying he hasn't improved the defence. No, I think I think attacking wise, we have improved. Like not just not massively, but a bit enough. I mean, if you look at our, actually, if you look at our goals per game ratio, it's better than it was last season. It just is. That's a fact. Well, that one so, hard. I know it would be hard. Right, we had some bleak. Te- I was looking at one yeah. game. I was just, I was going through last year's stats. There was one game where we had no shots on target yeah. against like fucking Watford or something. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen now. You know, you might you know you might get down to one or two. Yeah, they're worse. West Ham away game. West Ham was more. West Ham away was pretty bleak. That was not, but not as bleak as that. What I'm saying. So and, uh, we can argue fine details, but I still think attacking wise we're we're slightly better. But defensive wise, we're not. But that's got that's you can't look at the incredible array of injuries we've had. No, that's right. And, mm. and just and ignore that as a factor. Yeah. And I. I do think we've seen games, certain games, like the Liverpool game, the Spurs game, where the defence kind of looked pretty good, the Chelsea game. But the whole stats from the, the, the whole Premier League season up to this point compared to the same point last year under Wenger, prove your point exactly. Fewer clean sheets because, uh, yeah, the defence possibly has got a little bit worse and about four or five more goals. Yeah. So yeah. it just... it just And for really me, does back I up think you'll someone... find that'll be very even very soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could, numbers. Could, Those numbers are going to balance All right, out. but yeah. what I'm saying is, is that... Be. 
I, I, Man City away on Sunday might not help us. You know? Yeah, well, it definitely won't help us without goal. I mean, that's going to be. Uh, oh. Yeah, I mean, that is as someone said. You know, oh. fucking going on Twitter, just delete Twitter after that game. Put a lot of defenders tweet. out, mate. It's going to be a nightmare. Just bolt the door down. Yeah, but what my my because my, my feeling is always that actually we should be you know getting the the attack better because there were times last season when even the attack wasn't functioning no. properly at mm. all, and I do feel it functions most of the time now better, despite what certainly bloggers say. I think you just have to almost like ignore the fucking defense. It, they're so useless. And now, particularly, we haven't got any fit, hardly any fit defenders anyway. You've just got to go all out, haven't we? No, I mean, I know it seems very simplistic. You used to complain about Wenger every single time I came but on. It wasn't that that I complained but, about. But about defending, about uh, defensive ship. Now you're just telling us to go gung-ho. It's no, I've always been saying that. I, 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 my theory is that because our defense has been so awful for years and years and years. Yeah. I never said, I never complained about, my, my, my big complaint, particularly in the last couple of seasons with Wenger, was we weren't even playing good attacking football either it was neither whereas right. at least now I think most of the time we do but saying that I thought we were pretty easy to defend against on, on we, Friday night and a lot of the time right. it was very very easy for Manchester United to just shepherd us out to the wings make someone like Awobi chip the ball in which he's not really there to do to be putting in crosses and obviously Lacazette although he worked hard he did, I don't think he won one aerial duel I might be completely wrong but you know we were kicking the ball along well. to him um, well, Bamiang hardly touched. Non-existent, wasn't really. uh, And so, look again. If you if you factor in those three, that's a huge percentage of the team that aren't performing. And you didn't really have the midfield players. I know Ramsey tries to, you know, thread through balls, but he's you know usually better off getting on the end of them. He so, didn't have the greatest against did he, Ramsey? I, I think so. I thought it was tough for him. I, mean, I, yeah. I don't usually excuse him, but I don't know what more he could have done really because he just didn't have people around him that that, that were going to play to his strengths and he wasn't playing to theirs so I think I think Solskjaer did exactly done that he'd done the Fergie blueprint and just said listen let him have the ball we'll, f- oh, yeah. we'll defend our final third pack it out and exactly we're just going to hit did. him on the break and we are going to score against them exactly and, it was, and that's exactly what happened yeah. which they also did against Spurs and yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. isn't it the, but we kind of once when you're at home you almost have to because people say we're, you're lulled into that aren't you you yeah. have to mm. kind of be on the front foot and you kind of you are the impetus it just feels that way naturally doesn't it so that, I, yeah, I know that, we, that we played into so. their hands sure that is the difference what I, I was expecting from Emery you know I th- I would have thought I was hoping that in Arsenal didn't used to do it we knew exactly what he was going to play and that was it there was no change there was no compromise with Emery I thought against the top teams with, with dangerous footballers uh, he was going to change it a little. Don't go gung ho. Sometimes you, you you know you've got to be very careful against quality teams, right? Mm. And he hasn't done that, and that's what's disappointed me. I thought Liverpool away, we were going to lock it down, just bore the pants off of everyone to for for fifty minutes, fifty five, and then try and play your way into it and yeah. nick a goal. He don't do that. That's disappointing with him. It's a weird thing because <laughs> he obviously is is heavily into his analysis, and you know maybe that should extend beyond watching matches because if he'd analysed everything that everyone said about Arsenal last year and even the fan moans and things like that it would, probably would have been one of those things at the top of his list right these guys have had a sheer problem over the last few years of not having this plan B against these big teams I wonder what I can do to make that different mm. and obviously I, I, I agree with you I don't think he really has come up with something yet I mean, I mean, and I say yet yeah, because he does need the time that you've said yeah. I don't think you can sit here judging him now, and especially as you said and, and on the intro, it is going to get ridiculous if people start using the last game to be the barometer of how well we're doing. Um, use ten. I mean, I've always mm. said that on this on this podcast. Yeah. Use ten. Use you know. Use a few, and then give a much wider view. Because otherwise, because of the inconsistency of this team at the moment, you're going to be high as a kite and low as anything every time. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and it's fine to get just to use to, to emphasize the fine margins point again. I still think it, I take it everything you say about you know playing into their hands and not being tight and you know allowing them space to but we still could have drawn against drawn up drawn in the beginning of the second half and who knows what would happen. So it's still, I know you know, it wasn't that. It was still down to incredibly naive defending, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. Yeah. and some disappointing you know finishing, mm. um, but. It was, you know, it was quite an, it was a pretty much an even content. In fact, I, remember, I watched it back as I do, dementedly. I usually only watch victories back, but I watched this, this defeat back on, in, pretty much in I full. I like watching them back. Yeah, watching most them back, of yeah. the first half, the BBC commentators were like, Arsenal, you know, easily up. Mm. At one point, they were like, Man United, no way, deserve to be up yeah. in this game. So it wasn't like, I'm not, you know, I'm not psychotically. Just felt familiar, <laughs> that second half. Yeah, yeah. but we should and be that, sitting that's here. That's what you're saying. We should be sitting here saying, discussing a 2 1 because 
something that does need to be discussed, if it's not already on the agenda, is Petr Cech. Um, I mean... It's gone. He, Josh, the thing is, Josh thinks Czech should be in, in in front of Leno. Well, I, I don't think Leno is a massive upgrade. He's got the fantastic point I was PR to company, Czech, hasn't he? You know, he's, he's been he's been. Well, he's, again, this is a bit like my John Burko thing, right? Uh, someone told <laughs> that you've got to like Czech because he's a great guy and and isn't he wonderful when he does this, he does that. But actually, no, just just sit here and judge him on what he's done for Arsenal. He's been possibly just slightly. Average, if I'm being kind to him, in his, in his whole time at Arsenal. No, yeah. not in his career. No, for, no, no way. Way. he was brilliant in for his Chelsea. Arsenal in career. His Arsenal. Oh, yeah, when he announced his retirement last week, all the people that want to jump and 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 look as if they're you know wonderful on Twitter say, "Oh, what a fantastic guy! What a fantastic keeper!" No, he wasn't a fantastic keeper for us. He isn't a fantastic keeper for us. And on Friday, it was shown. It there's no sentiment in this in football at all. It's the, it's like the ridiculous stuff with Carl Jenkinson. Yes, he's an Arsenal fan. He's a wonderful bloke. But judging on his appearances for Arsenal, he's not good enough. Twenty and minutes. Petr Cech is not they, uh, good enough. Petr Cech is not going to be viewed in the way that David Seaman or Jens Lehmann were viewed in, in the Arsenal career over the last no. you know twenty thirty years. Don't think anyone's saying that. I think he has been a, a, a good, average, a good goalkeeper for Arsenal. My my thing is Leno was to say, look, Liverpool have gone and bought a, a brilliant you know seventy million pound. You know Manchester United had David de Gea, even Tottenham. I know yeah, they all make mistakes form. though as well. Okay, Especially but they've, they've got seasons. like brilliant number ones from the top countries in the world. Whereas I was just saying, it, why have we bought the German number four? That kind of shows because where, Arsenal, where never, we are at the moment. Arsenal never and I'm spend. not sure that was a huge improvement on Petr Cech. And of course he's made an I error for the third goal. And it, you know, yeah. either tip it away from goal. He's put it back into an area where it's pretty dangerous. And, and you know, By the way, the I mean, on, on, on that, I'm not saying that Leno should be ahead of him because I've been, I've been actually disappointed with Leno so far. Yeah. The only thing with him is that that all those really good keepers that you mentioned did make lots of mistakes in their first seasons in in the Premier League because you get balls from different areas and I mean he's he's not coped with balls across him that aren't at a particular height to either punch or catch and he, he, the goal against Liverpool were um, at the clock end. He came out for it, didn't he? And he just yeah. didn't know what to do with it. There was um, another goal this season he conceded like that. And he probably wouldn't have faced balls like that. It's just... I want to run with him though, though. I think, I think he's got a chance. I think he's yeah. got a chance. Yeah, I think he's, he's right. young, isn't he? I'd he's rather... I th- and I think he's better at playing it out from the back. Oh, for sure. I mean, sure. Can't, still can't do that. No, no, he can't kick um, the toffee. Can no. He? Just, so just on that pure... And that's clearly um, Emery's... One, one of Emery's clear tactics is at least doing that yeah. most of the time, if not all yeah. the time. He kicked two balls out in the first yeah, 10 minutes. Yeah, he did. Exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. So you're, on that one small Boy, point... Boy, you wouldn't know he wasn't there to about half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I was effing there. 30 seconds in. Beanburger, wasn't it? Boy he thought we won the up at half time. Shut So I do think... Leno is it's it's marginally better bet, and I agree with you about Czech. It's it's, it's mm. just now particularly. I think when he first arrived, there was a feeling that I think he there was almost like a determination on his part to you know to make the the our goalkeeping position you know slightly more reliable. Who is the happened. number three at Arsenal? We've had a goalkeeping Mart- Martinez. 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 But he's got, he, he's gone out he went to Reading well, last week. He's gone yeah. out alone. So, so it'd be Matt. Uh, Macy. Macy. Matt Macy now? Yeah, Macy. Probably on. Hub, isn't it Ryan Huddard? Ryan Huddard. Know, it's just madness. It's just, I mean, we're not going to have to play We could but presumably but could have recalled say, Martinez if there was an injury. The reality is, isn't it? We're Macy's never going to spend 50 million on a goalkeeper. It's just not going to happen. So, And it's the same way we're now looking at these loan buyers. Ospina's still on loan, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, Ospina was, you know, he's, he's just wasn't good enough, was he? Napoli, I mean, what, second in Serie A? It's not a joke team. I know. Well, actually, having said that, you know, a lot of our Chesney not to seems forget to be much Chesney better. Is playing for the one team. Macy's, Macy's at Plymouth at the moment. Right. So, yeah, I mean, Chesney seems to be much better since he left Arsenal than he was than he, than he was at Arsenal. Mm. Um, I just think we're not. In, we're not. The club's never going to spend that kind of money. We're not going to spend seventy five million on a, on a centre back either, much as we want them to. No, seemingly. I don't know if we're going to come on to the, the transfer well, we situation, but I mean, yeah. Emery said this morning that we're going to sign between zero, <laughs> zero and two. two. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, we seem to be only be connected well, trying to, to trying to bring in, not by right. trying to bring in. On, yeah, on loan. We seem to be only linked with midfielders and wingers. I don't see any central defenders. No, Gary you know, Cahill. Is that still yeah. being well, mentioned? Well, that was you know I, that was weeks ago. I think there's a, a lot of inches to fill or websites to have content on them. But yeah, Connor Cody and Gary Cahill were written, but I don't think either of them. But I haven't heard any like connection to a, to a defender for days. And you no. think like we, we literally have no, no central defenders it's madness. left? I mean, it's everyone's madness, going mad about oh, well, should we get Perisic and should we get yeah. Suarez? And I'm thinking, mate, you know, fuck that bit. We need yeah. to sort our defence out. But I just wonder if a lot of that's just 
talk from from agents and but things agents like that, and not not actual Arsenal looking at these places. It doesn't really add up, as you're saying. It doesn't add up at all. And if you think back, even in the time of Wenger, when he was saying, "Oh, we're not going to spend money," there'd still be about ten stories saying we're we're going to be signing this and that attacker and midfielder, even if the defence was the priority. But I, but there seems but all the papers, all the all the the the, uh, the, uh, the journalists that seem to know what's going on at Arsenal seem to be connecting us to. to I'd be disappointed though because like, like when Arsenal came, we obviously had that French market sewn up. Where I had that knowledge, obviously, where is in it? Again, um, Emery in Spain, he must know, he must know the, you know the, the the first and second division in Spain. He, again, in in France, he must know. So why surely he must be able to bring a a couple of players that at least he can take a little bit of a punt on at least that he can. You know, mm. I think and the centre backs. He was arguing in the press, not arguing in the press conference, stating in the press conference. In fact, we have well, we have six central defenders. Do we fit Jacka. ones? No, not fit. fit. Ones. Three oh, right. fit. Three right. not fit. Right. Plus Jacker as an option. Oh. centre back. I so don't consider that. To oh. Whether he feels it's worth buying just because of the uh, you know injury situation and Mavropanos, he said might even return tomorrow. So the sort of at least one <laughs> coming back in to play alongside presumably Mustafi. Mm. Um, How long has he team. been out? Mavropanos a year no no because no, he played months. in the played early this season didn't he no and he played in the um... well, I've not heard of him for, for a long he time he played in the, mm. uh, the Arsenal Wenger's last game didn't he I think he did play towards the end yeah, played, yeah. Played, I think he played in, in he did yeah he in did. Arsenal Wenger's last game yeah he did yeah, so that would have been less than a year yeah it's true so I think that's why he said sort of doesn't necessarily feel centre back because when fit there are so many options. Yeah, but um, well, but that's insane because because we've had and also <laughs> I mean, they're not you know, fit. Listein, Listein has played as a centre back oh, as a part of a back. Jenkinson oh, is he including Jenkinson in that? No, he wasn't including Jenkinson in the yeah. six. Well, I mean, because Jenkinson did see, appear. Yeah, he, had he, had he had a half decent game at centre back, albeit would you be on a serious question? I mean, there's an argument here. I mean, Maitland-Niles did not shine on Friday night. Listein has failed repeatedly to shine as a right back this year it's made the Niles deserving of a game even in the Premier League so tomorrow night home to Cardiff I mean it doesn't seem sorry Jenkinson to play tomorrow night Jenkinson, what do you think yeah. yeah I mean it's just it, it, I think I'd rather just, Jenkinson he than, isn't good enough but Cardiff aren't the best Premier League is team right so he, you're not putting a you know yeah, but, a, okay, know, a round peg in a round hole so to speak but we're slowly moving towards a Man City sort of six one seven one, aren't we <laughs> we are at a weekend if you <laughs> take right, he, he plays well against Cardiff right, because, because yeah, we just poor. need three points against tomorrow night that's the problem we'll get beat he plays well, well against Cardiff because they're a poor team yeah. everyone does their usual overreaction <laughs> well you should be there to ensure right. they don't he goes in as well that's what I try and do haven't you seen me do it with the I Burko have. podcast um, he goes in as right back against Man City and then you know we suddenly find out that he's really not good if we have Jenkins well, if we have Jenkins and Mavropanos Mavropanos and fucking Mustafi, Mustafi. oh my god I, I mean we might as well just it's going to be like 90 no, we might as well play. Be all right, I think yeah, Koscielny has not it? fractured his jaw. Oh, really? Yeah, he could be oh, back okay. by Sunday. He's could got a bruised jaw. It's Socrates yeah. that will be out for a month, they've said. I can't... Yeah, but I... Are you sure Koscielny's back? Is that what they you're saying? They might say yeah. might well be back by, by the weekend. Yeah. Oh, okay. well, why, have you, bro- have you got experience in your jaw being bruised? That no, put I you out of jaw for a week? Not as far as I'm aware, but I just, it just seems... I mean, when it suddenly it takes 10 minutes to yes, sort out... Yes, it was extraordinary. I just don't think he's not coming back for a few weeks. Did you stay to the end on Friday night? Absolutely, bitter end. The bitter end. The of bitter that, end. What was yeah. that? Twelve minutes by the time. Yeah, done. yeah. It was, yeah, it was a, torture. Yeah, yeah. and but and somehow it was not full at the end. It, it felt like that extra ten. We were like all getting excited by the fact that there was ten minutes of extra time. To, Who to was just, the game was dead. Oh, I said if we, we all, needed one. I'm, I'm in the last. Yeah, but even when we needed one, people were leaving with like five, seven, eight minutes to go. I couldn't believe that. But in our, some of us were like had some level of optimism. We might be able to get a goal back. But it was like the teams completely gave up. It did feel like yeah, they didn't, didn't it? In that last yeah, no, ten true, minutes, like, it was true, like a chance yeah. for them to score another goal. Yeah, no, yeah. It was true. weird. It was definitely weird. Anyway, we should take a break before we say anything any more uh, outrageous things. Footballistically, Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. And we're back from the break. Um, yeah, what do we think about the um, whole Ozil situation this week? Bearing in mind, he made his actual return to the team as a substitute. I and I think, he did, think? I think he did well when he came on. He, he, I think he did really, really well with really regards well? to... Okay. On the ball, yeah, I do, I do. Okay. His quality is there to see. He was knocking balls about and he was, he was probing at least... And I just think we had that little bit more quality on the ball. But, 
you're not going to get that. You, you just, um, um, unfortunately, I mean, I love Mesut Ozil. In, in the right team, he's a, he's a world-class player. Mm. Unfortunately, at Arsenal, I've said it for a long time now, I think the Premier League's way too, too tough for him. And I, yeah. he ain't got no bottle, the kid. He's got no heart. He's got no bottle, has he? I'm d- a, it's, it's maybe, but more than that, for me, I don't know what you think, Alan, but I, I just thought when he came on that um, it's, we suddenly reverted to the absolute Wenger days mm. of, of yeah. that slow, tippy-tappy kind of attack where yeah. there are too many tippy-toe taps in, in or around their penalty area. And that's when it became even easier for them to yeah. defend against. It's even more tortuous. We're trying to find that final... And, and, and unfortunately, when you've got... I don't know, it just didn't feel like... We, I felt we... we I don't, I'm not kind of blaming him almost. I'm just like, they just reverted to time. <laughs> Whereas I kind of think when he's not playing... When you have a, even with Iwobi, for example, who, who saw so much of the ball and yet didn't mm. really do execute anything particularly amazing with it, but at least then I feel we've got more forward thrust, you know. Whereas with us, I feel it's, it slightly slows it down. I feel it slightly becomes slightly more predictable. That's just but the thing is, you said Man U then defended well against what he tried to do. I think it was the other way about. I think they already got into two solid blocks of four yeah. as they were defending in the first half. He had to come really deep to collect the ball a lot of the time. He came, Did, on, he yeah. came to the halfway line to collect it off the centre-backs as they were knocking it around. He's got two banks of four Man U, mm. man U players. Yeah. No to go. Lack of movement from everyone else in front of him. I don't know what more he could have done. So I actually agree with Jeff that on the ball he was all right, but there wasn't any outlet for him whatsoever. Have we missed Oli Giroud in some matches this Definitely. season? Definitely. He'd have got a lot of I'd have him all day long. I know... I know Boyd God. does. <laughs> well, I mean, I know it's a, you know, it's a, it's a laughing option. stock sometimes, but you know, so sometimes I feel, I look at games, I think we're, we're begging for someone just to look. But we're we also haven't got that option, have we? we we're also victims that, that there isn't even a Danny Welbeck option at the moment. Yeah. So there is, like, you look at our bench. But what shot, was that option? Because they had that's Marshall another... and Rashford to come on. We had Ozil, and, 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 oh, and that was it. Yeah. Well, the times you saw, you saw um, uh, Iwobi flying down. He, he obviously he told him just get get at. Ashley Young, because mm. he'd just get, he'd get his head down and he'd go running. Ashley like, Young beat him in a foot race twi- at least yeah. twice on but the you know, he'd go, he'd go marching down that line doing his Michael Flatley bit, the river dance, when he jiggles about <laughs> on the ball. The ball's not no, moving. No one's it. moving. Everyone's fucking laughing at him, right? Yeah. And, and, it's, and, you know, and he looks up and he thinks, well, I've got no one to pass it to in the box mm. anyway. So, Just another question just about the game. Mm. On What did you make of the booing of Sanchez? Ah, I expected it. I mean, I just think... Mo- I, I, you you know, booing? I wasn't, no. Well, everyone like around me was. There was a lot of booing. I didn't boo him. What, why? No. <laughs> you got to ask the question why. Because I guess the perception is, isn't there? I mean, when the whole booing of ex-players or not... I mean, for me, it's too, it was too... I Neither did I, you know, acclaim Giroud. Everyone was like cheering Giroud. Like, he was the second coming and it was the greatest didn't player ever played for Arsenal. I didn't do yeah. that. And I'm certainly not going to boo Sanchez, who, for me did have some incredible games for us. And some of the best bits of Vega, late Vega. Our last yeah. trophy. It might be our last trophy for a while. We're when he, but, you know, when he was playing with, you know, with that... I, I, once I, you I, was, were... I was booing as well, but it was only just for a laugh. But I, in fact, like Sanchez. And I thought he was a fan. I mean, I he's an egomaniac. Go along with I it think he's a, a laugh. It was brilliant. Yeah. But, but the whole... But people... The perception is, isn't it? Play, it ex-players are divided into those that were forced out of the last... Like, like yeah. Giroud, you know. He always wanted to stay through... Yeah. through well, through, Giroud, the week before... The, the, it was Brad, it was That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Wee. So everyone loves Giroud because yeah. the perception is he always wants to stay, never wants to go. Yeah. Whereas, was clearly Sanchez was angling for a move for yeah. all of that season. He was basically. saying we for Arsenal, wasn't <laughs> yeah. he? In, in the lead up to the Chelsea game, sure. Yeah. yeah, he was. Giroud was. Well. So I mean, fair enough. It, that, it, as soon as you, as a player, if you're going to clearly want to leave your team. Um, and angle for a move, then the whole everyone's going to hate you as soon as from that point onwards, aren't they? So it's not it's not surprising, is it? And Sanchez is a, is an is a kind of clearly an egomaniac bit of a twat. I mean, it's it's yeah. quite clear. And the whole video they made of him playing the whole piano yeah. thing was so yeah. pathetic, wasn't mm. it? That I, I, I'm, so I'm not going to blame people for booing, particularly. I just I find it. I thought it was pointless. Funny. I thought it was really funny. I did. It was pretty. Didn't, ma- help. Huh? Didn't help, did it? No, I mean scored, he had one of his best games, didn't he, for Man United? I mean, not saying much. Very good been, finish. He's been fairly crap Very for Man United. I, I, I don't. I'm not having that. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm not saying it helped. Didn't really help. I'm saying. I mean, he went to ground too quick, didn't it? It was easy. Um, I don't think it's a great deal. I mean, the through ball has cut our defence wide open. Sanchez getting onto that ball eight yards from goal, ninety percent of the time. Did I asked the question asked a few weeks ago? Did we did we keep the wrong player? Should we have kept 
Sanchez and got rid of Ozil. Because imagine Sanchez providing for um, Lacazette and Aubameyang. Actually, it's a pretty tasty prospect. Was I'm not entirely sure, and I think could play in in the Emery system. You know, was I'm not sure Ozil ever will. I'm not sure he'll ever get into 500 that. Five hundred grand a week, boy. Would you put your money into that? Well, Three fifty. That's what we're paying bloody Ozil, isn't it? Went to Man United for more. Is he really he on 500? No, no. all right, fuck that. Work. But I'm just saying, you know, in, in theory. Yeah. In theory. Yeah, for, it without have, the money, well. most probably. Without yeah, the money, right, okay. yeah. I can't help but think that, you know, the more this goes on, that, you know, Ozil, there was talk in the press in the last couple of days that Inter Milan, in discussions about Perisic, had discussed the idea of Ozil coming the other yeah. way and that being, you know, flatly rejected. But if, if he carries on playing a bit part role, then it'd be amazing to see him sort of stay beyond the summer, even if that means oh, I'll course, have to yeah. take a hit on we, the we, uh, hit on the wages. We all agreed on the situation that every Arsenal fan should really, really lower their expectations from now on again. Because yes. Well, that, what my feeling is when you say low expectations, um, I, you know, I say it every week, but I'm thinking is I think we are just a bit better than we were last season, which is fine for me. Yeah. You yeah. know, okay. and if we and we if we're competing to be in the top four. Right to the, to, you know, pretty much to, to the to the end of the season, or you know, as close as you can get, yeah. then fine. And if we maybe we'll do well in the Europa League, you know, that's fine. I'm actually fine with that. And I, I just think he, you know, people are complaining about, you know, they can't work out what start. People want to have it both ways. There's kind of saying on the one hand, he's not he's not pragmatic enough, which you're, I'm sure I kind of agree with you. You know, yeah. you'd rather he kind of played steady against these these big teams. You know, against City, it'd be fascinating to see what happens. Will, I mean, we'll yeah, we'll go right, on to that yeah. in a minute. But people, some people are complaining he hasn't imposed the style that they should play week in, week out. And yet they're also complaining he's not pragmatic enough. Cause, but I just think he's actually... I think pragmatism is what he's trying. I'm not sure if the players are following through yeah. on what he's trying to get them to do. But I just think it's fine. It's, I think it's fine right now. Yeah, and you know, okay. I, and even right, if we lose yeah. 6-0 to City on no, Sunday, no, which is quite possible. No, <laughs> quite no. possible. You shouldn't lose 6-0. I still won't. Blame in, in, a, in a football match, not at that level. You, you got. Well, def- well, think about what defence we're going to have. I mean, it could be. Ble- I mean, I'm not. Who knows? But I, you know, Alan, would you? You know, I, if we if we get to the end of the season and we're in, I don't know, even in the Europa semi final or final, and we're kind of fifth, fourth around, then I, I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah well, look. I mean, obviously, one of the things that gets said time and time again by the people that want to, you know, say how well Arsene Wenger performed for Arsenal is the fact that he got into the top four however many times on the trot. But, you know, I, I always have to counter years, that. I, yeah, yeah, but I, it has to be countered. Because someone tweeted it the other day in, in a direct comparison with Emery, and it, it's utter rubbish if you actually think about it. Because when he did it, he was doing it when he was competing with no more than two or three teams for four spaces. So by default, you would get into the top four. This is a time when the top six, and including Manchester United now because of their improvement of late, are all capable of getting into the top four. Two of them almost guaranteed. Two of them almost guaranteed. I think that's a classic, compete- that's a classic Elga truth bomb there, isn't it? Man, I mean, he was right. competing. Man United, Chelsea, Man no, City. No, two. There's your two. Were, Man well, City, weren't it? No. He didn't do it again. You're talking pre that era. That you took pre- yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Well, when Liverpool, 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 Liverpool were in and out at the time as well. Listen, Liverpool. if you go back and look at every single league table, at least two well, of Alan, those teams that you're club? considering okay. in the top six underperformed to an extent where you, we wouldn't even we wouldn't even fear that we were going to be out of the top four. He was coming third or fourth in a four-horse race why, why a hell of a lot of the time. Why was it in that period? No other team managed to be that consistently in the top four. Because no there's else, a massive gap between point. all those. Everyone else Leicester fell out. have achieved something incredible. No, everyone else managed to fall out for at least one year in that period where they that's, what I've t- that's, exa- that's exactly my point, Josh. So they were in that situation where those teams had their weaknesses and our strength was our stability. So he was getting third or fourth by default in a four-horse race. <laughs> Don't know how we've got back to this. <laughs> That's absolutely fine. It's inevitable. It's because, goal, because, it? because Boyd asked me a question about what would you expect at the end of the season. Yeah. Now, fifth against this current top six could be as good as Summers Wenger's third place finish. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, that's I mean, there's only two ways to be successful this There's only two ways to be successful this season. One, fourth or third, and winning the Europa League. That's the only two ways we'd be successful this season. Fifth, sixth is like par at best, if you want to argue. Yeah, That's not a successful yeah, season. Right. That's it. That. Getting to a Europa League final and finishing. I'm not saying it's, sixth, it's, success- not not saying it's successful because success will be judged on actual achievements so, and top four so is what? one of those achievements uh, these days. But what I'm saying is... You've also he omitted could, the so cuts that, that happened in that Ars- period. 
that's, that's cups are cups, aren't they? We've, we've always mentioned Alan, that. They're Alan, great so, to win. So, Alan, so fourth but place the, is trophy for you but, now, yeah? No, 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 no. That's not what I said. I said it's it is an achievement. But I'm saying, I'm not saying fifth would be great. I'm saying that we could come fifth and perform far better than some of those third place seasons under Wenger because Wenger wasn't competing against five other teams every I season. Think that's, I agree with that. I think We're that's rewriting right. the Premier League. No, you no, are. Not. Anyone who yeah, says that the top four going on onwards was an achievement. Yeah, people are including Tottenham in that from 10 years ago. Yeah, we never. Tottenham yeah, you're right. It's true. The they Tottenham transformation has they come. They weren't a fear the at Tottenham, all. The Tottenham transformation. We weren't considering Liverpool Tottenham, for any of those seasons. Tottenham were ahead of us until the you know the final day, like you know, 13 years ago in the Premier League. They were a genuine like competitive team. They had a very which, good team. Which are you talking about? The, the, uh, the lasagna 2005, year, 2005-6. You know, we uh, underperformed that year. We totally one year, underperformed. But year and you're out. One but year, you, you, and I forgive Finger that, but we totally underperformed that Liverpool. year. Liverpool was still, still a powerhouse back then. But they're not Liverpool like they were. They had Liverpool were games for Champions League finals We're, in 05 and, and they 07. were appalling in the league as every they single were, one of their, yeah. both their fans okay. acknowledges. I think it's fair to say, isn't it? That he the did Liber- not compete against right. five other teams. I think... Ever. I think ever. None of the years that you're talking about. He didn't. He did not compete against five other teams. better than the team we have now. I don't doubt that at all. Are you talking about very early on? Of course it was. No, not early on. I'm talking about the teams uh, nine years ago. Eight nine years ago is quite a long time ago. I, I, I might agree with that. I think, I but think certainly better, from five years ago now. onwards, the team's better now. Also, bear in mind during that period, uh, there were a lot of Premier League clubs that could spend money on players when we had to move into a new stadium and didn't. None of them could spend beyond our. There were a number of teams that finished below us in that time that would have spent more money because we weren't spending money at that time. that's, that's, That's completely untrue. We had the foundation of money that was already spent and other teams were going through their bad periods. So I'm not, I'm not saying that's our fault. I'm not saying that's Wenger's fault, but I am saying categorically he did not ever, ever compete against five other teams. And when he did last season, he didn't achieve anything. And when he did the season before that, he didn't achieve anything. As soon as it's gone to a five... I think you have to recognise, don't you? Listen, I think you have to recognise... Cup finals are great. I'm not talking about cup finals. Premier League performance, he has not competed against five other teams. And I think you have to say that the Liverpool and Spurs long-term projects with their managers... Have come good. No, 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 no. I, I think they have, it. but those projects have both come to fruition after years and years, for a few years yeah. of you know of stability. Both yeah. those teams well, getting spending on one hand for Liverpool spending a huge amount of money as well. Spurs not so much, but and they're they're both now nailed on competing for top yeah, four, and right. they weren't. I'll give you that. They weren't ten years ago. Were no, they? no, I'll That's give fair. you that. I'll give you that. It's no problem. But sweet, lovely. <laughs> what have they won? We've oh, been yeah, shit for the last five years, right? But we're talking but about us point. and that's where we're, we're going to yeah, finish. We're talking about us, talking about us yeah. and where we're going to finish. Anyway. Because this top four thing has always been a thing to defend Wenger and say how well he did. But I'm just saying, a lot of the time, those top well, four achievements came against four, two to three years we get into the top four. I don't think it'll be that many, Jeff, because he's competing against five teams. <laughs> that's the point. Anyway, let's move on. Does anyone think we should sign Perisic? <laughs> Because everyone on this... I mean, I know you were saying you think it might be the agents, but actual football journalists seem to be saying, you know, that it, it, we are linked with them. And wasn't he asked in the press conference today outright about Perisic? He didn't deny it, didn't he? he didn't, I think he did deny... He didn't one, talk about individuals. But he didn't, he didn't go, oh, no, definitely not, which he did with some suggestions. So my, my question is, on, on Twitter, everyone's like, oh, no, he's passed it, he's, he's declined, you know... Was he, 31? 30, I think. 30, it's 30. Right. So, you know, everyone's complaining. But for me, in his pomp, he was so good... That I still, uh, it could be one of those things where, yeah, all right, he's not had a great season so far, but maybe we'll, he'll, we'll revive him and, and, it's, and it's a good option. That, Obviously, I'd much rather spend money on a central defender with that proviso, but is it such a terrible signing? Yes, because okay. I don't think the revivals that you're talking about for those kind of players happen in the Premier League. Okay. I agree. Yeah, maybe yeah. not. I don't think they happen I would, in this I would division. put all the chips on finding a defender, to break in the bank to try and get a defender and to try and organise our defence. I just think Perisic will come and that'll be it. Do you? You're very far back from the mic today, Josh. Well, Sorry. Like, I, I'm just saying you're like a relaxed kind of Ray, was chilled out. Pre- I'm just uh, still, still... You think we will sign? You've heard of you on the grapevine? Not on the grapevine, but okay. it's suspect from people who you know, seem to be strong. That's a strong Why is he the player we've gone, out, we've gone out We're going out and out for? Can you see? That I, I agree. I, I don't know. I would rather... Is there, does that come from the recruitment team rather than Emery, do you think? I think there's a... You know, you probably have to. So, what what are realistic options that you can bring in? 
you know, is there anyone that can be a positive on the squad? If Perisic comes, it, it looks like it would be a deal based upon how many appearances he makes that might mean that we have to trigger a right to buy effectively. So I guess, uh, you know, you take a view, well, if you end up using him for 20 games, let's say it's 20 games, then that means you presumably felt we had a positive impact enough on the squad and therefore you're happy to have him as part of uh, next year's plans, especially with, you know, no Ramsey, no Welbeck, presumably a couple of others that will move on. I don't know. I don't think it's the massive answer as to what we need, but if it's mm. something positive, that's what, you know, go back to what I was saying before, about what was really to come off the bench on Friday to change a game. It was only Ozil. You know, the rest yeah. of it was reshaping, you know, defence or defensive midfield. So, yeah, we're, we're short at the moment. So, so hopefully something coming for positive on creativity. There's one other thing I wanted to discuss from the game on Friday. I don't know how it was in club level, but there were a lot of Man United fans. Yeah, loads. Sort of spread yeah. throughout the stadium. Yeah. And the stewards seemed to take real action. I, I don't know if many got chucked out. Mm. I had loads Just chucked out around. I was, in, yeah. I was in 91 and there was a few... Right in front of us, I got chucked out. But were fans around you sort of calling them out and demanding? Yeah, they, they were. Yeah. Mm. Are they what doing do you that? About, what do you the think time? about that? You no, know, I'm talking about block 91, it's on the halfway line, and they was in like row one, row two. Now they're season ticket holders of Arsenal Football Club. I've obviously given up their tickets. Yeah. To Man United yeah. supporters. Yeah. But I don't. Be I, yeah, that. yeah but right, that, that that's you? always going to happen. Uh, do you know what? It, I, I think I spoke about this on a podcast earlier in the season I had a Tottenham fan that was over from Israel sitting next to me for the, for the Tottenham game and she was sat with her son and she didn't cheer the Tottenham goals at all yeah. she just well, didn't get involved in the game and well. then a Liverpool yeah. fan was behind me for the Liverpool game and he was chatting to me about Liverpool and when Liverpool scored he was completely respectful when yeah, Arsenal it. scored it was completely fine yeah. if fans are up in the wrong section, going mad and giving yeah. it the goading and stuff like that, yeah. the, the stewards have to take action. They have to take action. There's no, yeah, I think there's no right. chance. Yeah, I think if someone's right. sitting in the wrong set, I've done it in places. I've sat, I've sat at Anfield in the wrong end. I've sat at Goodison Park in the wrong end. I've sat at Old Trafford in the wrong end. I'll, I know what I'm doing. Mm. I'll keep my mouth shut, hope Arsenal win the game and be polite to everyone around me. If you're not doing that, you deserve to be thrown out. People were thrown out in club level for hanging over the top of the, the front row trying to sing with the Man United fans below oh, them yeah. goading like every, all the thousands in front of them to sing up to the people that were behind them in club level yeah. so obviously but one of the club is, level stewards went in and said well you've got to go out for that surely yeah, but in club level it's a bit more grey isn't well, it, it should because be. you are allowed to be an away fan yeah. in club no level colours, no colours no yeah, colours there's no it's colours but you're allowed to be a yeah. You know, but yeah, but you're not allowed to celebrate. Stand over, stand, yeah, you're not allowed. Say, come on, well, I I agree. You, I think I've it's, seen, it's almost a safety issue, isn't it? We had we had Man United uh, fans next to us who were absolutely fine, and they were they were just being normal. Yeah. They were no, being fine, but fine. equally, they come for pre-match dinner. Uh, I didn't have dinner with them. No, equally, um, there are other ones I could see further down that were you know giving it the full shouting and screaming, and they were they were thrown out. So yeah, it's I think Alan's right. It's fairly straightforward if you behave and you know. Are you but, going tomorrow night, boy? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I don't. So, so the room you were telling us, I Jeff, that yeah, Jeff was saying that it? tickets aren't that there's not going to be not going to be anyone there. I, I honestly think that is going to be the lowest that, attendance at the Emirates <laughs> in the league. But what about the Man night? City game last year? Because that was bloody cold. First of March last Doesn't year. Matter. Is it because it's that cold? Was, that was Have empty. a look on the exchange. Mm. Every single block. Yeah. It's pretty bad, isn't it? If we're not on TV, what was the official attendance for that City game last year? Did anyone freedom of information that? Um, <laughs> well, no, because that's the only oh, way we right. got right attendance, yeah. isn't it? I know. But obviously, it would have been fifty million. How many people? No, but someone did a freedom freedom of information for all the attendances. Freedom of information. Yeah. Wow. Did you not? Do you not remember? That someone is, went yeah, to Islington Council. And okay. It might have been Phil. I am actually. You know, the uh, angry angry of M five on uh, yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. It might have been him. Maybe. But I think that was low because it was freezing cold. Some people thought Tomorrow it was going to be called off with snow. You're a betting man. Go and have your money. The <laughs> lowest attendance at the Emirates. But how will we ever know if we don't? If they don't officially, you can just look round. You can yeah. tell. Well, I've oh. I've still got a free seat next to me. If anybody wants oh. to come and meet me, you know. Right. Yeah, I, but I don't understand seat. why it's, it's going to be cold. Right, this is our third home game in a row. Maybe that. Yeah. Maybe that. Off the back you, of a bad defeat. Off the back of a bad defeat. It's January. It's January. People haven't got money. It's oh, horrible no. opposition. <laughs> Payday was last week. <laughs> it's midweek. Midweek. I don't get paid till this week. Oh, okay. Um, but it's not on TV. It's a perfect. Storm for a bad be, attendance. No, okay. All those season tickets, all the lower tier season tickets, yeah? Right? Yeah. The whole lot of the lower tier season tickets. And you have a look on the exchange every oh, single time. Oh, I believe you. There's two yeah. and three. I think and it's a the bit weird. doesn't happen. And they're the ones that I don't think are sort of the culprits when I say, all right, yeah. they're fans that have been there a long time. Correct. I know 
where I am in the, in the upper tier west, there are people around me, they're not really Arsenal fans, they live in London, they've got good jobs yeah. and they've, they've got season tickets because they can afford them and they come to the big games, they sell them for the other games. Yeah. Right. It's the world we're living in and I don't like it but that's well, definitely true. Josh, they won't be there. They Josh, won't be there yeah, at Josh all. is checking his freedom of information um, but in the meantime we have to deal with what's going to happen against Cardiff and Man City. Yeah. What, is, what are your predictions, Alan? Um... I think going with North Bank Nadim's uh, very, very good correct score policy on uh, Arsenal home matches, uh, the 3-1. I'm going to try that because uh, he seems to be onto something there. Yeah, well, I was going to say that. Damn. All right, I'm going to say 2-1, slightly more modest against Cardiff. Jeff? I think 3-1. I think Cardiff are going to score. Yeah. Oh, we're not going to give you a clean sheet. No, that's right. 3-1. Three three ones. okay. I think. Well, you wanted it as well. I mean, that's that's the first. That is the first, yeah. (laughs) Okay. And now... City. Terrifying. You me. thought 6-0 then? No, no, no. I just, no, I don't seriously think 6-0. Um, Five? Wow. My only hope, actually, thinking about it, is... So City have scored so many goals, haven't they, in the last, like, four games or something? <laughs> I mean, they've scored, like, fucking dozens of goals. Maybe they'll be exhausted by now. Maybe they'll be bored by the idea of scoring so many goals, and they won't be that obsessed. Where are they this week? It's not a tough game, is it? It's Newcastle away, isn't it, I think? Yeah, and Champions League. Have they got Champions League? No, no, no. no, no they're, they're, it's midweek Premier League. So oh, yeah, you're right, um, yeah, right, right, right. I think they've got Newcastle. Yeah. So I don't think oh. they're going to be particularly taxed in that game. After, I'm not saying we will be against week Cardiff. Week after Champions League, isn't it? Yeah, week, week after, after is. Sorry, oh, yeah. well, that's, that's a factor. Yeah. 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 Hopefully they rest after a dozen of them. Yeah. But he played a really strong team in that, after that, the second leg of that 9 0. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. He played with like fucking Aguero. I heard the commentator say Aguero, and I'm thinking, surely not. I was amazed. So I look at that and I go, fuck. I mean, he's not going to play any kind of week team against us. So I can't even, you know, it's too scary. I mean, I want to say. 3 1 to them just mm. because that's about a level where I go, all right, that's not too bad. Yeah. But I fear, I do fear the worst, especially because you don't know what's going to happen against Cardiff. In that, I'd love to see the lineups before making the prediction, but without the lineups, 3 1 to City. Mm, I, okay. I think we get beat 2 0. I'm going to say 4 1 to City, which, which will bring all the. I'll go 2 0. Lose 2 0. Oh, okay. And you know, I don't think I've ever predicted Arsenal get beat. No, it's rare. Wow. It's very rare, yeah. yeah. I'm always like... I'd Josh never had until this season, amazingly, so... <laughs> <laughs> Funnily enough. Yeah, you've been quite like me. Just like... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's been a joy. Um, thank you so much to Jeff Pleasure. and Alan and Josh. Pleasure. And um, we'll be back this time next week. I mean, we'll all be um, trying to recover, I imagine, from the trauma of the City game. We must have got Man City coming in after us now, haven't we? Probably, yeah. Yeah. They have a podcast, those people, yeah. Thanks very much. See you next week. Bye. Footballistically Arsenal is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.